You wake up, get ready for work, fix a cup of coffee, or two or three, hop in your car, fight that traffic, drive those commuting miles, and start your busy day. Work all day? Of course. Then drive home. But you stay busy. Weekends too. Day after day. Year after year. How long do you have to keep doing this? When can you retire? Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors, wants to start planning your retirement today. His goal is to prepare people for a great retirement. You worked hard for this moment. Let Mike and his team give you confidence to enjoy your future. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. Hey, we're so happy to have you here with us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. And we all know resolutions are easy to make, but you know what? They're even easier to break, right? So what we're going to do today is we're going to look ahead and we're going to think about some practical goals for this new year. Maybe you could use some guidance on creating and and sticking to your financial goals. So here's that number we want you to take down right now because you can go in and see Mike and his team complimentary. 801-210-5500. Again, that number 801-210-5500. And also... Connect with them online anytime. All you have to do is go to CapitalWealth.com. That's their website. Great information there, CapitalWealth.com. And Mike, Happy New Year. Can you believe it? Here we are in 2022. Happy New Year to you and, and all of our listeners. It rhymes. Here we are in 2022. Happy New Year to you. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, totally my accidental, but yeah. <laughs> you did well. I truly can't believe we're in a new year. I mean, it's so, I know we say this every single year. You know, now we got to get used to writing 2022, 2022. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm, oh, yeah? I'm ready to move on. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I've always loved, you know, um, even numbers instead mm, of odd numbers. So 2022 is actually easier for me to remember than, yeah. you know, like 2017. I like to think of things like 2018, 2020, 2022. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's hope this is uh, a good weird year little quirk. I like that though. I do. It is. For some reason, even numbers are easier. What's on your list, though? Let's just start with that for New Year's so, resolutions. Have you thought about it? Yes, and I'm already I'm already following through because most people will say, all right, we're making a resolution, and usually I think it's within a few days after the new year, people fall off. I'm going full tilt. So for me, it was exercise um, consistently. So I would exercise sporadically, mm-hmm. and now I have been exercising consistent. So I want our, awesome. our listeners, I want our listeners to follow up with me and say, Hey, 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 it's April. Are we still exercising Mikey? <laughs> so let's figure that out. I um, some other goals actually that I made this year, they're not financial goals. And I think that they are very important is family. And I love working. I have a hard time disconnecting work. So I will take my work with me home and I'll be thinking about it. And my goal for 2022 is to spend more family time, to be more present, to be more engaged with my wife and my kids. And, you know, I got the best family in the world. I feel so incredibly blessed to be a part of their life. I have to make sure that we're making memories together and and there's a healthy balance. I love that so much. Now I have a, a thing where I like to do these five F's, which is, I know you've heard this before, faith, family, mm-hmm. finances, and then fun and fitness. So yeah. I, want to, I want to set goals in all of those. I have not done that <laughs> yet, <laughs> but you know, this is just the first. So, or, you know, first week. We got time. Yeah, we got time. You're, you're getting started. You're, yeah. you're on the trajectory to greatness. And I will have. say, I will say this, Mike, we have started our fitness here back in December. We joined a fitness club. So 
We are nice. on the right track. Yeah. So just got to nice. keep up with it is what we got to do. But yeah. okay. So here's the deal. Millions of Americans, like 23 million Americans set goals. They make resolutions for the year, but then they actually don't believe that they're going to meet them. <laughs> so it's kind of silly. Why do you even <laughs> set them then? Right. It's so, easy to go with the flow. Uh, yeah. You're like, oh yeah, setting goals. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. I'm going to do it. Not. <laughs> Not. So that's the question. How important is it to set goals that are actually attainable, especially when you're talking about retirement. Okay, check this out. So my mom and dad were amazing with these little quips and and, and analogies. This is kind of how I grew up. And my mom would say to me all the time, Mike, inch by inch, things are a cinch. Luann, do you remember we oh, talked yeah, about that you've before? Said that. Yes, I've heard you. Inch by inch, things are a cinch. And that that applies to anything. So setting goals, if you're setting this huge, huge lofty goal. That's okay, but you have to have these little attainable things to get that lofty goal completed. And that's really what it is. You you guys have all heard, eat an elephant one bite at a time. <laughs> if you try looking at the big picture, you're just like, that's nah, never going to happen. But another thing that I like to do as well is um, personal best, right? Mm-hmm. So as long as I'm doing what I say that I'm doing, or if I am a little bit better at doing something and, and I'm hitting my personal best, that's a win because I think where people feel deflated or defeated is if they're doing something and they don't hit their goal and they're like, ah, I just, just mess the whole thing up and they mm-hmm. abandon it. Inch by inch, things are a cinch. I love that. Okay, but I got to go back to your eating an elephant one by the time. <laughs> Who's eating yeah. an elephant? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I wonder I'm, what it tastes uh, like. Uh, I don't know. Who okay. came up with that, right? So. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, um, I want to ask you this, you know, because you just said it step by step. Um, mm-hmm. How do you help someone focus on their long-term goals instead? Well, that's the thing. You know, Stephen Covey said it and my dad said it to me. I remember when I was serving my mission and I went out and I was sitting on the airplane. Um, Before I went out, my dad said, Mike, I want you to begin with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're serving that mission, I want you to think about when you're going out, coming back home, you're sitting on that same airplane seat. Are you going to have any kind of regrets or, or things that you wish you would have done differently? So I went out with the perspective of my mission that I had to reverse engineer things. I had to work it where I was going to have the best mission possible. I was going to do all that I could. And I think that's exactly what we do in life. And when we focus on long-term goals, and for you folks listening on the radio right now, I'm not Tony Robbins, so I'm probably not the guy to give you those big long-term goal wins um, in life. But here's what I can tell you for finances is that you got that huge goal maybe that's retirement or it's, Hey, I want to have money that's going to last me for the rest of my life. Or I want to do X, Y, Z. We have to begin with the end in mind. And when we begin with the end in mind and we reverse engineer it to smaller obtainable goals, that's how you win. That's the success that you can have. So that's really what we do, Luann, is we reverse engineer that and make those smaller obtainable goals. And then we track it. And that's really important too, because you can't just say, yeah, I'll I'll check out my finances every year or every three years. Nope. You got to make more micro adjustments. You get on that course correction and you're going to be on that true path. Right. And and you kind of act as an accountability partner, don't you, for people meeting those goals? Yeah. We work with so many smart people um, financially and there's a lot of other values that we're able to bring to the table. But I think one of the things that that I can help out, um, and I just jokingly say, sometimes I I walk people off the ledge. And back in March, 
back in March of 2020, when the market just free falled, fastest drop in U.S. history, um, thankfully followed by the fastest recovery ever, total V-shape, there's a lot of people that were scared and rightfully so. I mean, this is your life savings. This is money that you've worked hard for, that you've sacrificed for, you've saved for. And to watch it all get taken away within almost, not all taken away, but a significant portion of it taken away within a matter of, you know, 30 days, that, that's scary for people. And I know that a lot of people think back to how bad 2008 was. And they think about 2000, 2001, 2002. And you might be thinking, gosh, I don't have the time to make up for these losses. A lot of the value of what I can do as an advisor is put things into perspective. And that's our true path retirement plan. That big picture will show someone, hey, you're actually going to be okay. You know, because if we don't sell, then you technically don't have a loss. And there are other things that we can do to improve your situation. <sighs> oh, yeah, that, that feels mm, right, Mike. Okay, let's, yeah. let's do that, right? So, yes, I do act like a, a counselor at times, you know, and, and mm. I've seen it with hundreds and hundreds of other people. So people can rely upon the experience that we have to give them good advice. So tell us what we can do for our listeners today, Mike. Absolutely. I would encourage our listeners to pick up the phone call 801-210-5500 and give us a call because maybe you're already on track for retirement or maybe you are retired. But with retirement, there are no do-overs. It's like squeezing that tube of toothpaste. Once the toothpaste comes out, it's pretty hard to get back in. So we want to make sure that if you are um, nearing or in retirement, that you're doing it correctly. There's that old saying, trust but verify. And that's what we're here for to do for people. So pick up the phone today, call us at 801-210-5500. Let us have a complimentary visit with you and show you how you can be on the true path to retirement. Also, let me just say, head to their website, capitalwealth.com. There's some great information there. Find out more about Mike and his team. Maybe even schedule a meeting for yourself on that website. Listen to our past radio shows or find out when they're holding their next event, right? You have a lot of things planned for this new year, don't you, Mike? We have a ton of exciting, fun things. So go and check it out, capitalwealth.com. Yeah, and we just thank you so much for joining us today. It's always so much fun to have you along. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. All right, so sometimes our priorities or our goals change just because things happen, you know, to force us to make a change. How do you help someone make adjustments to their retirement plan when life throws them a curveball? Oh, you mean life actually changes? It's not mm -hmm. static? Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only thing constant is that life always changes. Yeah. And when yeah. you think it's going one way, things change another way. You know, it's not always the easiest, but it's something that if you have contingency plans built in, and that's something at Capital Wealth Advisors, we really like to focus on. Because I always tell people a portfolio is not a plan. And with a plan, you shouldn't have a burn the boat, hope everything works out otherwise or SOL kind of plan. You should have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, and so on. And that's really what we do with our True Path Retirement Plan is we create this plan, we create contingencies. And then when life does throw you a curveball, it's pretty easy to say, hey, we were kind of anticipating something like that because we're planning for the worst, hoping for the best. We talked about this on a previous show. And then that way, what happens is, is that you're A-OK. -okay. Things are not as bad as what they might seem to be. Right, right. Okay, so real quick, though, before we have to take a break, if, if we look back on this past year, what financial lessons should we take from 2021 into 2022, Mike? 
I would always just say that you have your life organized, you know, financially. And what that means is that you know where all of your finances are. Um, Unfortunately, we've seen a lot of uh, people pass away because of COVID. And uh, it's never an easy thing for any family members to have to go back to try to figure things out. Now, I'm not suggesting that you, the listener, are going to pass away in 2022 because I know you're going to live a long, long time. But we want to be organized. We want to be prepared. And we also want to be able to have backup plans. So again, you know, when the whole thing with COVID happened at our firm, we had a contingency backup plan. What if we, you know, had an earthquake here in Utah and all of us had to work remotely? We had a backup plan for it. And it wasn't an earthquake. It was COVID that sent us out of the office. So I am a big believer in plan for the worst, hope for the best. So Plan, plan, plan. 2022 needs to be your year to plan. And you might be saying, Mike, I've already planned. All right, cool. Again, trust but verify. Let's make sure your plan is rock solid. Trust but verify. I love that. Okay, what are we offering our listeners today? Okay, what I'd like our listeners to do is jump on the website, retireutah.com, and we have our checklist challenge. That is a complimentary download. It has some memory joggers, some things that will help you get the best retirement possible. And quite honestly, there's tons of other really great resources on there too. So take as many of them as you want. They're complimentary and enjoy the complimentary guides that are on there to give you the best retirement possible. And I just want to say happy new year to you. But you know what? We're not done yet. We still have so much more to cover. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. And we'll be right back with more. Check out retireutah.com for more great content to help you answer your most pressing questions about retirement. That's retireutah.com. If you owed almost $28 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $28 trillion. And right now, taxes are at a historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are low or later when rates are much higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors know what to look for. Mike can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 801-210-5500 to set up a visit with Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Are you worried about running out of money in retirement? Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors wants to guide you to and through retirement. Give him a call now at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Hi, we're so glad to have you with us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. So, you know, there are so many articles online. If you try to look up anything regarding preparing for retirement, you're going to get articles about investing and tax planning and budgeting and all kinds of things. And there are so many important facts to know. But when it comes to your financial future, knowledge is power, right? I mean, I think we all agree with that. But there is more to financial success than book smarts. There's the psychology of money, right, Mike? 
Oh, of course. I mean, money is such an emotional thing for people. It's really easy to say, I'll do this when this happens and I'll do this when that happens. But I mean, how many of us say, you know what, the market's been going up. I feel like I'm just going to sell and, and get out of the market right now and take my winnings off the table. It doesn't happen because we are emotional creatures. And unfortunately, when you introduce money, it kind of throws a monkey wrench into the whole thing of emotions. It does. So Morgan Housel, that name might sound familiar. Uh, he's a partner at Collaborative Fund, a former columnist at Motley Fool in the Wall Street Journal. But he's also the author of this book, The Psychology of Money. I think we've all heard about that. And he says that there's more to financial success than just what you know about money and the world of finance. Here's what he says. But I think there's so much evidence that what matters in investing is not about what you know. It's not about how smart you are. It's not about where you went to school. It's just how you behave. It's about your relationship with greed and fear, your ability to take a long-term mindset, who you trust, how gullible you are, who you seek your information from. That's what actually matters. That's what moves the needle. And we tend to ignore that because it is not analytical. Yeah. What do you say about that? Everything that he says is true. Actually, I read that book um, close to six, seven months ago mm -hmm. and fell in love with it, referred it out to everyone that I know. And I said, hey, you got to read it. I don't receive any kind of compensation if you read his book or anything <laughs> like that. So I'm just saying it's a really, really good read. And it's not one of those finance books where you're like, wah, 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 and you're ready to go to sleep. It's a book that you can relate to. So I would encourage you to pick up the book and check it out. Morgan says something that's really, really in interesting is he says it's how you relate to um, you know, fear and greed. And again, I just mentioned that a moment ago that that's really what it's all about is that we have such a hard time to say, look, the market is going up. It's doing so well. Well, do you take your money off the table at that point? Or human nature would say, keep riding it out. You know, flip side of the coin, when the market's going down, do you say, oh my gosh, I got to sell everything and get out? Well, if you do, you're locking losses in. Or, you know, do you kind of work through it and say, you know, uh, it's going to come back up again. Um, can I ride this back up and have it come out? Um, you know, where, where I need it to be. So I'm not locking those losses in. And Luann, I really feel like that is the value of working with a great advisor and working. And when I say working with an advisor, having a relationship, not being a number, not, you know, having a transaction and, and you're just kind of left to your own de demise because you bought some mutual fund where the advisor was paid a commission and they don't really care what happens to you at that point. Working with an advisor is going to give you clarity. It'll give you peace of mind. It'll help you feel so much better because you have a partner that's invested in your success. That's what we do at Capital Wealth Advisors. We are all about relationships, not transactions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we talk about it, it's, it's almost like a guessing game. You know, when you're saying, you know, the market's up and, and you don't want to get out of it because we're kind of greedy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you know it's going to go down, but you don't know when. I mean, that's kind of where we are right now, right? The past yep. three years, market's been up, right? It's like a yo-yo almost mm -hmm. on a daily basis. And the thing is, is I don't speak, you know, the, the language of how to fix a car. I mean, I understand how cars work. But if I went into the car dealership and they start talking about like, you know, the degree, you know, and where the timing chain needs to be in the engine and where the valves need to be set, like my eyes are literally going to gloss over. <laughs> right, and I'm right. just going to say to the service advisor, how can, how can we fix this? How can we make it right? What do we need to do? And again, going back to working with an advisor who's in the business that, you know, we've seen the ups, we've seen the downs, we know how to chart a plan and course an action that's going to give you the best 
possible outcome. Again, I think that having an advisor relationship is such a big deal because there's the psychology of money is very mental. It's very emotional. And sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm helping people like walking them off the ledge. Like it's, it's going to be okay. Have a look <laughs> at the plan that we created for you. And we did this quite a bit actually back in March of 2020 when the market fastest loss ever in U.S. history, right. thankfully followed by the fastest recovery uh -huh. ever. Um, but, but this is something real. We see retirees struggle with the emotional aspect of it, and rightly so, because you just don't have the time to make up for those losses if they happen. So we are so emotional with money. Each of us have kind of our own background with it. I want to know. Tell us how you see retirees struggle with their emotional side of money. Yep, exactly. So there's things that happen outside of even the market. How about if taxes go up? How about if inflation goes up? How about if you are forced to retire sooner than later? Or things like, you know, divorce or death or all of these different things, they come into play. At Capital Wealth Advisors, we got your back. We've already taken care of this. We've successfully helped and continue to help hundreds of, of retirees cross that finish line or have a successful retirement with our True Path Retirement Plan. And that's where we start with the end uh, and we reverse backwards. We, we take that end goal and we say, how much money do we need to have for guaranteed income in retirement so that if the market goes down, it's not going to affect you because you have a guaranteed paycheck coming in. Or if inflation goes up, our true path plan is going to compensate for that. It's going to adjust for it. What you need to do is call us today at 801-210-5500. Again, 801-210-5500. And what we're going to do is we're going to sit down with you and explain how that true path plan can give you that clarity, can give you that peace of mind. And actually what I'm going to do, Luann, for today's listeners who call us and schedule a complimentary visit, we're going to make that true path plan also complimentary for them. So awesome. you'll have a complimentary visit and we will do the planning for you complimentary, but you got to give us a call today. Yeah. Take that first step and give Mike and his team a call. They would love to help you out. And we thank you so much for listening to Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. And we're talking today about the psychology of money, both as a concept and as a book. The book was written by Morgan Housel and Morgan also says that we kind of have it backwards with how we teach about finance. Listen to what he says here, Mike. You know, what is most important gets most ignored in this field. And even when we are teaching basic financial skills, to people, it's the math equations and how to balance a checkbook, which are, which are great skills. I'm not, I'm not demeaning those in the slightest. But there's so much evidence that all that matters, all that matters, that's the right word to use. Is just how is your behavior with money. And I say that because you can be the smartest person in the world. You can have a PhD in finance from MIT. But if you lose your head during a market decline, if you panic during a market decline, none of your intelligence matters. You agree with that? I agree. Yeah. 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 No, 150%. So here's the reason why. And, and no disrespect to anyone out there that, you know, I'm maybe placing into a category. Um, we, we have a lot of clients that are high income earners. And, you know, some of these people, um, they've gone to school, they've been really successful in their field. And then again, I'm going to go back to my March 2020 example. Um, even though they have accelerated, you know, in their, their profession and, and really have done great, 
some of those people were the ones that called us that said, sell everything right now. And I had to say, whoa, 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 just hang on one second. We actually don't need to sell everything because again, we've created that plan. And when you have a plan, you have a plan A, you have a plan B, you have a plan C. So it's not like, you know, you're sitting on an airplane and all of a sudden you have turbulence and you say, you know, pull the uh, ejection seat and, and jump out with a parachute. You know, there's things that you can do. So what I'm trying to say by that is these really smart people, um, they are very smart. But again, when you don't see the bigger picture, it's really easy for emotion to take over. And that's, again, the importance of working with a team like us. So, you know, you could, you could have a Harvard um, degree, you could be a PhD, um, you know, you could be a custodian at, at an elementary school. It doesn't really matter. Morgan is 100% right. It's how you react to money and you got to be able to not make knee-jerk reactions, got to get good information, and then you got to act accordingly. So I'm not tell, telling a person never that they shouldn't sell, but what I'm saying is, again, follow that, that process that I just mentioned. Right. No knee-jerk knee reactions. You know, you, you got to get good information and then make a decision. And again, having someone who has gone through this before, you can parlay that experience um, that, you know, someone like me, where we've helped so many people go through similar situations, I can walk you through, my team can walk you through and show you what you need to do. Mike, give us some other areas where or when your behavior matters just as much, maybe even more than your actual intelligence. Here's what I would say that people can actually control. And it doesn't matter about how book smart you are or street smart you are. It's things like having an, an expense plan. And that, that might be a shock to some of our, our listeners today. But what I mean by that is you don't have to live on a budget. But if you have an expense plan and you say, hey, here's my monthly nut that, that I need to enjoy my lifestyle, then all of a sudden you're not being reckless in one month saying, hey, I'm going to go out and buy that brand new shiny new toy. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, we spent way too much money. So for the next six months, we're, we're not going to spend hardly any money at all. I, I think that there has to be a strong balance in a person's life where you're enjoying life, but you're also being smart about it. So when I say an expense plan, I'm really referring to guardrails, right? We don't want you to overspend, but we also don't want you to underspend. We want you to have a nice sweet spot. And again, you don't have to be the smartest person in the world to have an expense plan. You just need to live within your means. And again, the quality of your lifestyle can be a great quality, but you don't, you don't want to be so extreme. So you might be saying to yourself, wow, an expense plan sounds awesome. Um, where do I even begin on that? Well, the very first thing that I do is I point your attention to our website, retireutah.com. And on there, we have a checklist challenge. It's a three-page complimentary download, and you can sit down and, and answer the questions on your own time. And that's going to give you a really strong fundamental basis where you can say, okay, here's what I need in retirement. Let's start putting together a checklist challenge that's going to parlay into an expense plan. And I'll tell you what, if you do it, you're going to love the experience. And, and on top of that, once that's done, reach out to us. And if you just want to even skip that step and say, I just want to go right to you guys, um, we're available for you. Just go to retireutah.com. Our information is on there. Those resources are on there. We want to help you succeed at retirement. And we'll have more on the psychology of many when we come back. You're listening to Retire Utah Radio and Mike Stevens. 
how can you know you'll be able to live the retirement you've always imagined? Mike Stevens at Capital Wealth Advisors can help you find out if you're still on the right track with his checklist challenge. Take it today at retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Catch the latest content from Mike Stevens by downloading and subscribing to Retire Utah Radio on Apple Podcasts. You can listen anytime, anywhere through iTunes or the Apple Podcasts app. Hi, you're listening to Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. And if you don't know it by now, Mike is so passionate about helping people just like you build a plan for retirement. His goal for you is to head down that retirement path with financial confidence. And that's why he does this show every single weekend. So it's almost as if the entire world of finance is putting the cart before the horse when it comes to how we learn about financial concepts and then how we implement them in the real world. We talk all the time on our show, Mike, about financial knowledge and know-how. But today we're talking about the psychology of money and Morgan Housel, who wrote that book, The Psychology of Money. I know everybody's familiar with that, but I want to play this for you, Mike. Here's what Morgan said. If you get caught up in uh, the excitement of a bubble, none of your intelligence, none of your academic credentials, none of the fact that you know the formulas, none of that matters if you're going to lose your cool when it matters most. That's why the behavior is not just an important part. It's really the base of the pyramid. And until you've checked that box of figuring out your own financial psychology, none of the analytical skills matter until then. Yeah, (laughs) That makes me think of a quote that Mike Tyson said. Yeah, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, just imagine being in the ring with Mike Tyson, right? And in a sense, you kind of are, because think about how big and gnarly the stock market is. Do we have, you know, a plan? Yeah, we might have like, I'll do this when this happens. I'll do this when that happens. But boom, March of 2020 just smokes you. And what, what is plan? Plan A is out the window. And now we got to go to plan B or plan C. None of those analytical skills actually matter. So you can sit there and say, all right, well, this formula, don't worry about that stuff. Here's the thing too. I'm an insider, excuse me, I'm an outsider that became an insider. And what that means is like, I didn't go to, um, you know, Ivy League schools and, and get a PhD and, and learn about all this uh, just deep dive into the world of finance. Mm-hmm. I got into the industry because we lost my dad at such an early age and my mom needed help. And I watched emotionally how that affected her. And it had a great impact on how I was going to handle my money. Um, but also I said, I need to help my mom and other people that I care about. So you don't have to be the smartest person in the world. You don't have to know how to do call options or any of these crazy hard things, uh, you know, derivatives. You just have to know how to deal with your money from an emotional standpoint. Again, that is where you're working with an advisor that you have a good relationship with that's going to walk you through that. So again, I became uh, an insider by first being an outsider Mm -hmm. because I watched how emotion can affect people. And I want to make sure that Nobody accidentally messes things up um, because they don't know how to emotionally react to things that happen around them. Oh, that's so good. You know, that makes me think of this whole whole psychology of money makes me think of the tale of two brothers. And that would be my husband and his brother (laughs) Um, (laughs) because 
they both grew up kind of differently. Um, his older brother grew up with both of his parents married, okay? And mm. so he kind of followed the path of his father, their father, and took more risks with money, was very just kind of confident about money. Whereas my husband, the younger brother, five years younger, was there when his parents divorced and his mom was alone and very worried about money. And he saw that and he basically sort of that was embedded in him. And so he is very uh, just uh, very cautious with money, very worried about it, you know. And so it's just so interesting that it truly our emotions play such an important part in this whole psychology of money. Yeah, because that is a really, really good point that you brought up. And I'm glad that you that you shared that. I mean, we can be told how we should act uh -huh. towards money. But based on our circumstances, how we grew up, I think yeah. really has a big impact on how we react to money. I mean, if, if we've always had money, because you know, we're a trust fund kid. And you know, yeah. I think of Rich, Richie Rich, the cartoon, right? Uh -huh. So you, you don't have the same kind of worry as someone that didn't have money or they watched, you know, life savings being taken away from them. That has a real impact that's deep rooted into a person. Every single person looks at money differently, mm -hmm. even though we can be told this is what you should do. And hey, it's cool. Be calm. We're all different. And that, yeah. I think that's the important thing. So how do you, you're, you're like a, you're like a counselor. How do you help people avoid I mean, emotional reactions? You know? Yeah. You know what? I think financial advisors should go to school first uh -huh. to get their, uh, <laughs> you should get, get like a degree in, in, you know, talking with people and walking them through it well, as opposed of, to learning the, the numbers first. Yeah. It's kind of um, like you learn it as you're learning it as you go. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, so I have the mindset plan for the worst, hope for the best. And for me, um, you know, here's I'll, I'll pull the curtain back and just be vulnerable and tell you guys that my dad did a really, really good job um, making money in his lifetime. My dad was in a, in a position where he made a lot of money, but it was a commission-based job. So he would make a lot of money, but then my dad would spend a lot of money. And then when the next deal that was supposed to come through didn't come through, it was like, okay, everyone, um, tighten the belt. And I never, I never, ever liked that when I was a kid because yeah. I found it was a stressful thing, right? Like one minute you're living high, the next minute you're like, all right, we got to tighten the belt. Right. Not a good feeling. Right. I developed my own personal thing was, I said, I don't want to live like that. So I'm more on the conservative side of things. I like to make sure, again, planning for the worst, hoping for the best. But how do we help people through it? I think it's simple. We talk and we ask questions and we listen to you and we hear what's important as opposed to sitting on some high horse, pointing her finger down and saying, here's what you have to do. Here's what you should do. And again, going back to relationships, not transactions, what matters to you is different than maybe what matters to your friend. You have to have that individualized, customized service. At Capital Wealth Advisors, we are all about relationships, not transactions. What I'd like to do is invite you to call our office today at 801-210-5500. And let us have a complimentary discussion together. Actually, as a matter of fact, is we have a hard rule in the office that we do not talk any products at all. Our first discovery meeting is just talking. It's getting to know you. It's about what keeps you up financially at night and how we might be able to add extra value to what you're already doing. Give us a call at 801-210-5500 and take that next step towards having the best retirement possible.
And also, let me just guide you to their website. It's CapitalWealth.com, CapitalWealth.com, with capital with two A's. And Mike and his team at Capital Wealth Advisors are, like he just said, they are all about relationships, not transactions. They are committed to success for people just like you heading into retirement or if you're already there. They each participate in ongoing education and, and they can take all these complex things that we hear about retirement and turn them into simple. So they would love to guide you and, and give you a hand in your retirement plan. That's why we do this show. Thanks so much for listening. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. All right. So one last thing on our behavior of finances that we're talking about today with Morgan Housel. He wrote that book, The Psychology of Money, and, and he says that really, truly, one of his very first jobs he had uh, as a valet at a very fancy hotel in L.A. was where he really learned a lot of, about money just from being around a lot of very wealthy people. Here's what he said. I think what was really interesting to me was getting to know some of these people who were driving Ferraris and Rolls Royces. Some of them actually were not even that wealthy. They were like mediocre, successful people who spent half their income on a, on a car lease payment. And that to me was really astounding because that just blew apart all of the impressions, my first impressions that I had of these people. So that was a really formative experience that taught me a lot about the psychology of money. Oh my gosh, that's kind of surprising, isn't it? Yeah, he actually talked about this right at the beginning of the book. And he talked about a, a guy that he'd watch literally with his friends that he, the guy would like, think it was funny to throw like gold coins into the ocean and stuff like that. Like, ah, I don't care about money. It's no big deal. Uh, I got so much money. And then that guy ended up like losing everything. Oh, wow. um, it, yeah. Oh, so okay. the thing is, is that I actually, um, <laughs> we see people financially naked per se. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. we, we actually see people's finances. So you might be saying, hey, I'm not doing as well as my neighbor who has, you know, five cars and they got the the razor and they got the boat and all that. Guys listening, please know that you shouldn't compare yourself to other people because again, we're all different. But again, seeing people financially naked, there are a lot of times that we're seeing people that look on the outside like they have so much. And then when you actually pull back the curtain and you see, ooh, you know what, you're one paycheck away from financial disaster versus maybe a person that, you know, lives within their means, they still have a great lifestyle. Maybe they don't have the five cars and the boat and snowmobiles and all that stuff, but they're actually financially sound and they're very happy about it. And what I found in working with thousands of people um, over my career is that the people that are actually the happiest are the people that again, have planned for the worst and hope for the best, that they've saved for retirement, that if a storm comes um, and, and kind of knocks them off their feet, that it's not going to be a devastating thing to them. So yeah, it's absolutely true. Like when you see that, like Morgan got to see how people would react. Um, I get to see it at all times too. So if I could give you guys some peace of mind, you're probably doing a lot better than what you think that you're doing. If you got questions, uh, reach out to us. We're here for you though. You know, it sounds like people that want to give the appearance of being wealthier than they really are is just because that fear maybe of, of missing out, you know, it kind of ties to that. What do we call it? Fee, fee, FEMO? FOMO. 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 Fear of missing, fear of missing out. out. Yeah. You know, so what could happen yep. if we are driven by that? Yeah, well, that, that's a hard thing because I, I can't change human behavior. I can only teach a person and, and hopefully that, that gives them good uh, incentives to make some changes in their life. but. 
I, I don't know what to tell you, Luann. Like, I'm, I'm honestly a little bit stumped on that one, just being very transparent. Right, right. I think that when people have an appearance of wanting to be wealthy, I think that there's um, a psychological, like literally emotional aspect that, that maybe needs to be addressed. Like, why do you feel that you need to have five cars? Why right. do you feel that you need to have this kind of an appearance? Is there something in your life that maybe you can change and, and feel okay about? So, you know, for the listeners, I, I don't have all the answers. And that's one of the coolest things about working with me is I will say, I don't know, but I can find out. And maybe in this instance, I can't find out. So a lot of times people will just say, hey, you know, I, I have to show that I'm successful. Um, and, and usually people will demonstrate that with monetary things. But if I could just encourage the listeners that there's a lot more to wealth than just physical um, assets or appearances. There's, there's happiness that comes from actually being a good steward with money and having a game plan and wanting to do things like make the world a better place than where you were before you got here. I really find that money is a tool. It's a magnifier. If you have insecurities or if you're not a nice person and you come into a lot of money, it's going to magnify that versus if you're a good person and you want to make the world a better place and, and you want to just live a, a good, comfortable lifestyle, um, money is a tool that magnifies that kind of behavior. So a lot of times people have questions about, all right, I have all this money and I do want to spend it. I want to live that comfortable lifestyle, but will I have enough? What I want you to do is go to our website, retireutah.com and download that complimentary guide. It's called, Will Your Money Last As Long As You Do? That should give you the foundation to give you some peace of mind and put you on the right step for having the best retirement that you can have. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens, and we'll be right back with the rest of our show. For more information on retirement planning and how to get started, go to retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. If you owed almost $28 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $28 trillion. And right now, taxes are at a historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are low or later when rates are much higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors know what to look for. Mike can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 801-210-5500 to set up a visit with Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Are you worried about running out of money in retirement? Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors wants to guide you to and through retirement. Give him a call now at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Hello, you are listening to Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. And you're finally at the doorstep of retirement. Maybe you're already in retirement, but if you are at the doorstep, are you truly ready? Mike does want to make sure that you are ready to retire. You're going to hopefully just retire one time, right? And it does all start with having that written plan. That's why Mike does the show every week, and he's offering this to you today, complimentary. So listen up for that phone number that you can call him and get set up with that. 
So there are some words of wisdom that stand the test of time. And so I thought it'd be fun to do this again. We've done this before, Mike, where we share some timeless advice that people can keep in mind for retirement, okay? So I'm gonna give you a quote, and then I want you to take that quote and talk about what that has to do with retirement planning or making financial decisions, okay? Yep. All right, here we go. So we're gonna start with uh, this guy here, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson. And this is what he said, the desire of gold is not for gold, it's for the means of freedom and benefit. What does this tell you about how we need to think about our money for retirement? I love uh, Ralph um, Waldo Emerson. I think that he's got tons of really awesome quotes. So the desire for gold is not for gold. What does it mean? Uh, He says it's for freedom and benefit. So let's talk about that. So. You know, I I talk a lot about the um, importance of having peace of mind and clarity. It's probably something that our, you know, return listeners that listen to us all the time hear me say peace of mind and clarity, peace of mind and clarity. Let's just talk about peace of mind for one second. So what peace of mind means to me is that you can live the retirement um, that you've always wanted to live. And Luann, you mentioned just at the beginning of the segment here that, you know, retirement, you, you do it. Right. And you do it once. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. actually no do-overs in retirement, right? <laughs> like it's, it's kind of like squeezing a tube of toothpaste. Once you squeeze that tube, it's, oh, it's kind of hard to get that toothpaste <laughs> back in. Um, so there, there are things that can actually derail you and be really catastrophic. And we want to make sure that that doesn't happen. So um, having the desire for gold doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to say, all right, I'm going to have the most amount of things. Nobody really wants to die the wealthiest uh, person. Uh, you can't take it with you. You can't be the wealthiest person in the cemetery. But what it can do is it can give you that peace of mind that, hey, if a financial storm happens, that you're going to be okay. Or that if you want to travel and you want to make memories with your family because you love to travel and that's important to you, then you can do it. Or if you say, I want to have freedom that I'm just kind of done working. I, I don't like what I do at my job anymore. I don't like my boss. Having the, the monetary means to say, hey, you know what? Maybe I can be done a couple of years sooner than what I was thinking that I was going to be. That really gives you a lot of peace of mind. And that's what people are all about. So I don't think that people want to take that gold, you know, metaphorically and, mm-hmm. and just say, hey, I have so much money. I'm the wealthiest person. What it means is what it translates to is mm-hmm. that you can afford to retire early. You can spend more on kids and grandkids. You can travel. You can do the things that you want to do. And I think that that's really what it's all about. And that's what Ralph is implying in that right. quote. Yeah, I love that. Just for the for being free to do what you want to do. So that's awesome. That's what, that's, that is literally what retirement's all about. Yeah, that's what we all desire. We have these yep. goals and, and we want to be able to do them. So we are going over timeless advice. And then Mike is taking that advice. These are quotes from individuals and celebrities and things like that. And then he's telling us what it has to do with retirement planning. This next one, this is pretty easy. It's from Thomas Jefferson. (laughs) He said, never spend your money before you've earned it. (laughs) Talk about how that's so important to, to live within your means, both, you know, our whole lives, but also in retirement. Go and cut up your credit cards, everyone. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, you know what? I, I mean, that's what he kind of means, you know, that he, don't buy on credit. I, yeah. Well, here's what I do. I don't cut up my credit card. I pay off my credit card in full every single there, month because yeah. I get Sky Miles yep. and I like to travel. So yeah. it's kind of win-win. But really, I think that this is something that 
that needs to get taught just so much more because we're a society that it's like we focus more on wants versus on on needs. And we say, hey, I want what my parents had when they were 50, 60 years old. I want that now and I'm only 20, 30 years old. The thing is, is that you can't spend your money um, before you earn it saying stay out of debt, like don't go into things that are unnecessary. And again, there are good debts that we have. Like we learned that, you know, having a home is a good debt or going to school, um, you know, and, and getting an education. That's okay to go into debt for as well. But, you know, if you just want to go into debt and you're putting your retirement at jeopardy because you're saying, hey, I, re I really want to go out and buy this $120,000 wake setter boat because it's going to give me memories with my family. Yeah, but what is it actually doing because of the opportunity loss that it could be making money for you, giving you and your family security and, and peace of mind in retirement? So again, I mean, there's nothing wrong with living a lifestyle that's comfortable, but trying to keep up with the Joneses and spend, spend, spend before your, your paycheck's coming in and going into debt. I'm telling you, that's an easy way to fall into a, a, a trap where it's going to create a lot of pressure. It's going to create a lot of stress for you. You have to have an actual plan and you got to know how that plan's actually going to accelerate and benefit your life as opposed to pull you down and, and make life miserable. I got to tell you a quick story about uh, <laughs> one of my friends, uh, mom friends, so it'd be my daughter's best friend's mother. Okay. One of their other daughters used their credit card. I guess she was she had, had, had one of their credit cards, went out and bought a $900 purse in high school. She was in high school. What? <laughs> I'm like, okay, that would never have happened in my household. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And I got, so what, what ended up happening? What ended up happening, unfortunately, was they went bankrupt. They, well, there you go. Uh-huh. There you go. So it was sad. It was a sad deal. Because that's not, family. that's not a need. No. It's a want. No, and they were just spending, spending, spending. Oh, it was all, it was a bad deal. No, oh, so thanks for sharing that story. Unfortunately, out. we hear stuff like that happens all the time, and yeah. maybe that happened to you. And I hopefully you you learned your lesson. You know, back when I was 18 years old, I'll tell you a story about me. Is I loved car stuff, so I would customize my car and spend, spend, spend. This yeah. is foolish teenage years, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Racked up about $6,000 in credit card debt because, oh, hey, oh. it's easy for an 18-year-old to get a credit card right now. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it is. So um, I ended up uh, going and serving a, a two-year mission for my church. And before I went, I had to pay that debt off. And I realized how much harder it was to actually pay off a debt than actually spend money on that credit card. Uh -huh. uh, that, was, that was a life lesson Good for me. Lesson. And I, I learned my lesson right then and there. Yeah, very good so, lesson. Yeah. All yeah. right, so let's let's give out your information. A lot of people have questions uh, about retirement, maybe some of the things we're talking about today. And you're offering a chance for people to come in and, and talk to you about their retirement planning. Yeah, so we'd love to have people come in and, and talk. I think that's the key because we never treat people like a transaction. It's always about relationship and can we add extra value to what you're doing? Sometimes we can't, but it's really nice just to have a good conversation and, and point people in the right direction, even if we can't help out. But what I think the very first step would be is for you to reach out to us so we can have that conversation. It's complimentary. It's very low pressure, low key. Call us at 801-210-5500. And let's have that conversation to see if we can add extra value to what you're already doing. And we just want to thank you so much for joining us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. So we're talking today about some timeless advice Mike's giving us. I'm giving him 
the quotes from individuals and their advice, and then he's turning it into retirement advice for us. Okay, so I saved the, I think, the best advice for last, and this is from Theodore Roosevelt. If you could kick the person in the pants responsible for most of your trouble, you wouldn't sit for a month. (laughs) So how often are we getting in the way, in our own way, when it comes to making wise decisions about our money? Yeah, I like that quote. Someone once told me too, they're like, when you point the finger and blame, just remember that there's three other fingers pointing back (laughs) at you, right? So true, yeah. And why why are there all these great quotes from people that lived like 50, 75 years ago? Like where are all the (laughs) great quotes from today's era, right? Do we have any? I don't really know that celebrities, I don't know that celebrities today are the people that we should look to for financial no, advice not yeah, at all, that's for sure <laughs> yeah it's it's a little bit different um you know what so how are we getting in our own way well it's it's pretty simple right we, you've heard we're our own worst enemy and it's just because we're human beings and that's the reality of it is that all of us deep down um we all want that that freedom we all want the uh security as well but we also want to you know keep up with the joneses which is not the best thing to do So we have to take control. We have to remember that when you're pointing the finger, three fingers are coming back at you and we got to take ownership. And I think that once we take ownership and then we have an action plan that we can put into place, you're going to feel so much better about it because it's not like we all make bad decisions. It's just you have to have an action plan to make good decisions. And when something comes up that that's not the best, then hey, that's why erasers are on pencils, right? We just erase that yeah. mistake. We learn from it and we just go a different direction and we improve. But there has to be an actual end goal. There has to be some progression that we can actually measure. So, you know, that's, that's the important thing. And I always tell people when they call us, we're going to go through those actionable items. If you've made financial mistakes in the past, who cares? Let's fix it. Let's make it right for you. If you've done really good and you're saying, you know what, I, I'm just like, done kind of doing everything myself. I need someone to take over for me or, or help walk me through it. And I think that here's a big thing too, Luam, is a lot of times for married couples, we see that, you know, you'll have one spouse who's in charge of the finances, one spouse is in charge of other parts of the, the relationship, but the spouse that's in charge of the finance, they, they tend to have a mindset that if something were to happen to them, that they would want their other family members taken care of, which I think is very noble. That's something that we help people with. Call us at 801-210-5500 and let us show you how we can help you out with all those things. Hey, Luann, we are out of time. This was a great show and it always goes, you know, so fast. And every time that we do this, it's a lot of fun to me, but everyone, I want to thank you so much for listening to this week's show on Retire Utah Radio. And remember, I always do say that accumulating assets, it's just one step of the journey, but enjoying the retirement of your dreams, guys, that's the real goal. So if you do have questions about your financial journey, simply reach out to us, give us a call, 801-210-5500, and we'll be back with more retirement guidance next week. Capital Wealth Advisors is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through CWA Insurance Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength 
strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Capital Wealth Advisors is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the United States government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Capital Wealth Advisors. This radio show is a paid placement.